Mm. You need help. <laughs> you need help, help. You need help, buddy. Go see someone. Go see somebody. I, I don't know why I always start singing at the top of the pod. It's a bad habit. L voice. L- Whoa. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll let it rock out then. <laughs> I'm feeling good today, bro. I got the... Got the Crocs you on in the rise, summertime. We're not Crocs. What are the Uggs? Niggas I'm gonna like that. So they keep you the comfiest. They're mockers. Yeah, bro. No, they're not mockers. They're slippers, bro. Don't so disrespect so me so like that. Crocs. Yeah. Uh, They're tough, huh? I've been working like a slave. Belly hanging these days. I've been feeling Shut so up, Carter. Let the, let the, let the song ride. Ever contemplated putting on chains to be free? I've been blinded by my own success. I can't see. I don't fuck with the man in the mirror. That ain't me. How you ever felt pain in your heart and can't cry? Emotion kill you inside. Your magic can't die. Bullshit for the birds. Your magic can't fly. Wanted all the smoke. I'm mad. I ain't high. Need a refund. Boy, this shit heavy. Nigga, three times. Made 30 bands off of reruns. I ain't trying to flex. I'm really trying to inspire some niggas. I'm not the boss. I'm the owner, I can hire some niggas Built the bitch from the dirt, boy, this shit ain't cheap Finally stepped in that water, boy, this shit ain't deep I really thought I would drown, look at me now Same crib, same crash, same smile, this shit is wild <laughs> I guess life what you make it, huh? If they put it in your hands, you would take it, huh? Yeah, I guess life what you make it, huh? If they put it in your hands, you would take it, huh? That might be one of my favorite songs out right now. LaRussell, even oh. killing everything. Um, anyway, welcome back to the Fresh Week Podcast. This is another episode, uh, episode 60... Eight. 67? 8? Eight? Eight. Yeah, 68. Yeah, wow. welcome back. It's another family dinner with the guys. Um, I got the family with me. My name is Ryan Yee, the, the top potter. The main Tom guy. The family's here. The family's um, we got CB, Carter Bowie in the house. I thought you said no nicknames. Yeah, what? Well, uh, if you listen to what I said, let it rock. Pablo Escobar. Hey, <laughs> There's not too nicknames. many nicknames. I literally said one nickname. We gotta give part like five AKAs from now on. Okay, that's fine. AKA big AKA, bro. <laughs> anyway, next man up. Next man up. You already know Evan's back in the building. AKA young half blind. What else, what else is there to say? Man, you already know. Big DQ is back in the building, too. You know? <laughs> I just walked I in, I opened the door, and then I closed it. You know, I was the last man in my fault. <laughs> I love that the two of them do the same exact intro. They both start. They both start with, you already know, it's your boy, and then they say the name, and then it's back in the building. <laughs> What else are we, bro, besides back in the building? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> we cook it. We work it. Yeah, we bro, back we, in the we studio. We, we try to we cook got it. <laughs> back in the stoop. Back in the stoop. Come on now. <laughs> Anywho. Should we get to business? Let's get to work. I think I think we should. Did y'all fellas hear about E-40 getting kicked out of the Warriors versus the Kings Sunday I did. Night? I also saw that we got smacked up by bum-ass deer and fox. I know, bro. It's it's sad, bro. We're just taking hells out here. But we didn't get smacked. But what we got? What happened, Carter? We got four defense, pieces somewhere. Defense just collapsed at the end. 
and the Kings yeah. weren't missing. Save it for the sports pod. In depth, in depth review, in depth deep playoff dive. breakdown, <laughs> playoff deep dive. All right, give us, give it. What happened to E forty? Give us a sauce, boss. So E forty <laughs> got into a little heated argument with a supposed Karen. You know, you already know. But um, he got escorted out for. They're not even really sure why, but it simply just because they were arguing and. E-40 believes there's some racial bias to it. You know, a black man arguing with, with a white woman, and he was instantly, like, escorted out of the game. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, it sounds like they kind of just assumed he was the the instigator, right? Like, um, which is kind of crazy despite or considering that he is, like, E-40, one of the most, the most famous people to ever come out of the – out of Northern California or even California in general. Well, and the fact that he tries to carry himself with some professionalism, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, shit. He's the ambassador for the Warriors. <laughs> like he's at every game, bro. Like they, they should know who he is and they just kicked him out like that. I mean, obviously he's like somebody, right? He's just sitting courtside. Thanks, bro. We paid the <laughs> ticket know? like shit. Like, my yeah. Bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what I'm reading here says that um the Kings are now gonna investigate it after he called on them to do so. Um I don't know this kind of reminds me of back in I wanna say two or three years ago, the or no, it had to be more than that because COVID, that was the COVID year. Maybe four or five years ago. When um I know Spike Lee got kicked out of Madison Square Garden um at a Knicks game when he is like pretty much this he's synonymous with the Knicks as a franchise. And Madison Square Garden, uh, for that matter. And uh, Charles Oakley, right? Was he the one that got kicked out of the stadium too, Carter? Do you remember that? Which guy? Charles Oakley, the former Knicks player. It's like a legend for the Knicks. He got uh, got kicked out. He also got kicked out of MSG, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. They're kicking everybody out of these games now. But it's like, I don't know. I think it's just... I don't I don't know how we're supposed to like treat the the people that are that represent so much in the culture of the teams. Sports, Sports and the teams. Like E40 is a big deal to to the Warriors. To all like think about how often you see e, they do like E40 bobbleheads. Yeah. Even at, <laughs> you know even, I mean? at even at Giants games too. Yeah, he's always at Giants games, at Niners games, he reps, E40 everything. He reps all the Bay Area teams. Yeah. I don't know. So, so to see him like disrespected like that, um, is is kind of disappointing for the NBA. Um, I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Uh, hi, um, Go ahead, Cardi. I was just gonna say, obviously, like like you guys said, we don't know like more in depth on the situation or the whole thing. Um, because I was reading that it said that someone like. The security they gave him a warning before they eventually ended up you know escorting him out of the arena which i mean i think if you get a warning depending on what you're doing you know if you get kicked out it's like it could be justified or not but i don't think uh, e40 doesn't take that there was really a warning gave given to him so if he's just kicked out for just you know a little incident with a fan i think that's a little excessive 
just considering, you know. Yeah. Well, I heard and his rep. I heard the warnings were more for blocking the view, not really the little mm. argument that ensued. Okay, just for like the people that were in the front rows that they were maybe blocking people behind them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but I don't that know. I think yeah, I think regardless this whole situation. I think regardless, it's kind of like a. Um, did they give a warning to the other person who was supposedly heckling him? Was there warnings issued there? Um, Were they removed? Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. Like, um, I, yeah, I, I just don't really know why there was a need to remove E40 specifically um, and let the white lady sit in her seat still, you know? Um, normally when that happens in a game, they take both people out, right? Um, yeah. And then you get a person of E40's stature, right? As like this businessman, this artist, um, this just celebrated figure in the Bay Area. And mind you, both this happened in Sacramento. This is like both NorCal teams, right? Um, and I just think that that he he should have been given a little bit more of a courtesy as to how they how they treated him in that situation. Yeah. I mean, like, like you and I were talking about earlier, Evan, like he that I don't think they even need to remove. So like embarrass him like that to like bring security and kick him out of the game. Like, yeah, it's like, what type of move is that? Like they, I feel like they could have handled it in a different type of manner, you know, separate the people involved in the altercation. Like I'm sure over a simple, like verbal argument, it could have been resolved, you know, like, Right. It just seems extensive to remove E40. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um and I mean back to like his point about it he said that he's suggesting that it's in um implicit or uh racial bias, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't see a way that people could look at it and be like it's not because think about like the people that we just talked about. Um Spike Lee, Charles Oakley, you you never really hear of like the white celebrity getting ushered out of the stadium, you know, um, even, I mean, like, I guess this isn't a great example, but like six, nine, right. At the world baseball classic, you see, they, they kicked him out. Like, yeah, well, he was, he was like plastered at the game, but okay. he was being heckled. He was being heckled by a bunch of, uh, I think, th- I think they were playing team USA. Um, but he was like holding up the Mexican flag, like waving it around. Um, yeah. And they ushered him out, but he was like, he was like hammered. He was like, yeah. I think he like I passed mean, out on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> that makes that's, that's yeah. Very, very but um, that makes that makes sense. But yeah, you know, like you never hear about the like if Pete Davidson was acting a fool on this on courtside at at Madison Square Garden because you know he's always there, right? Like, you think they're gonna have Pete Davidson kicked out? Probably not. You know, um, I I just think it's kind of disrespectful to embarrass him like that by doing so much to remove him from the from the game when he's this very celebrated figure for the bay um yeah and i think it just, it just kind of sucks because it like takes away from you know how this is the first time in history that both the bay area teams have made it right or not the bay the it's the first time that all four california teams made the playoffs and the first time that the kings are going to play the warriors in the playoffs so um I mean, it's just like an exciting time for Northern California and California as a whole. 
I think just to see this happen to someone as prolific as E40 is, I think it's just kind of kind of fucked up, in my opinion. Has anyone else got anything on that? No? <laughs> no one wants to verbalize anything? Nah. This, is, this is still a podcast, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think that, right. that whole situation is just stupid. What a, what a great take, Daniel. <laughs> no, no. All right. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I mean, we could stick on basketball. Um. Do, do you guys are you guys familiar with Mikey Williams? Yeah, I've heard the name, but I'm not too sure. Okay. Yeah, well, sure. for just for, just for background, Mikey Williams is um one of the most I would say he's one of the most famous high school basketball players since like Zion, like Zion Williamson. Um. And like the Mac McClung guys, he he was just really they did like an overtime show on him. Um, he just received a lot of media coverage since he was a freshman in high school. He was like crazy good at ball. Um, he's kind of like in the Bronny James realm where they're like probably a little bit more famous than they are good at basketball. Um, although Bronny's like pretty decent now. I mean, Mikey's great too, right? But like their fame supersedes their their skill. If that makes sense. I mean, um, I get what you're saying, but I mean, Mike Williams is a five star recruit, so right, right, no, hundred percent. I mean, so so is Bronny, right? Is yeah, Bronny five star? I mean, Bronny's like a four yeah. star five star. Yeah, they're both just really talented at basketball. Yeah. but I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they yeah, have so much like, fame at such a young age that everyone is like, they kind of forget that they're basketball players. Yeah, they're, what they're doing is like, like they're there to play basketball, right? Like yeah. they they live like celebrity lifestyles. Pretty much, um, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so he's like this highly touted. Uh, how is that the word touted? Sought after high school prospect. Yeah, um, that's, that's okay. a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he recently committed to University of Memphis. Um, to play for Penny Hardaway. Um, has all these like big deals because you know college ball players can get uh paid now through the NIL, um, which is awesome but so he's all these deals in place i think he signed with puma um he's just a he's like a a, a huge deal in like that kind of market in terms of basketball like the kids that still really like to watch like balls life mixtapes and like stuff like that um and so yeah so he was arrested on uh, was it sunday saturday night honestly he was arrested on saturday yeah, he was arrested on Saturday. I'm sorry, he was arrested um, on Thursday. Oh, Thursday? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he sat there. You see, he sat in jail for a couple of days. I mean, we don't know to what extent, but yeah, he did. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, he was released on Sunday. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, so he, yeah, he was arrested on five counts of assault with a deadly weapon. Um. From what I'm reading, it said that he, a firearm was involved. Um, it sounds like these people uh, showed up uninvited to his house. Um, they were like hanging out with some friends. The friends brought friends that he didn't know. He didn't want them there. They wouldn't leave. <clears throat> Fired a couple shots. Um, and I don't know if he hit anyone. I, I think if you hit someone, it's assault, right? What is it if you don't hit anyone? <laughs> is that like attempted assault with a deadly weapon? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So he, I'm, um, yeah, I guess he hit someone. I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading. It says, um, like you explained, as the shots were fired, it says he 
uh, the car was hit, but no one, no people were hit. Oh, okay. By by, by <laughs> one of the one of the shots that was fired. Oh, he shot at the car. That's yeah. about to say if someone got shot, wouldn't that be like attempted manslaughter or something? Yeah, or yeah. Murder. That wouldn't just be assault. Yeah, that'd be you know attempted. Yeah, yeah, yeah attempted okay. something. Yeah, yeah that's something. a big MK. Okay, well, you that. hit something, so that I think that qualifies yeah, well, just, as assault. Yeah, yeah. He um, had yeah, a gun in his possession. Yeah, that's crazy. And granted, he's what he's what like eighteen. Yeah, he's eighteen. 18. Yeah, I'm around two point Um, yeah. Well, so that's kind of where I was about to take it was that he's. A lot of people are saying that this is like the John Moran effect. Um. He's kind of like it's. He's kind of like that next ball player to. I mean, he's from uh, San San Sidro, something like that. San Isidro. Yeah, um, which is in San Diego. Um, and I mean, like you watch, you could check out his documentary on Overtime, um, that basketball YouTube channel. Kid lives in a pretty nice crib. <laughs> like it's a good, like nice community. Um, obviously nice he's getting parents. paid. Yeah, he's getting yeah. a bag. Yeah, and he, I don't even, like, I don't even think it has anything to do with his, like, family life. He's just, like, does not live, like, the lifestyle where he needs to be shooting at people. Strap. Yeah. 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 Um, and I just think it kind of brings up this, like, question again with that. We kind of had the conversation with John Morant, but, like, what is the deal with all these rappers, or not not rappers, <laughs> ballplayers acting, um, so hard like what is the is there like a i think a lot of people kind of blame it on this correlation between um basketball players wanting to be rappers and rappers want to be ball players right um which i think is just i think it's an interesting conversation for sure um does anyone have anything on that you want to talk about um i kind of think that obviously with everything that happened with john morant you know a lot of young high school players look up to Java Rant just because he's at that status, you know, he's a he's superstar. A he's a star yeah. in the NBA because who wouldn't want to be Java Rant? Yeah. Minus and like all a cultural the... star. Yeah, exactly. He's a big cultural yeah. star in, you know, sports, um, entertainment, that whole uh, world and everything. And I just think they kind of, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them. They kind of forget that they're at such a high status and then if they the stakes kinda, are high, yeah, yeah, exactly. The stakes are really high. It's like if they fuck up, you know, maybe they think I'm at a certain level where I'm probably not gonna get in trouble for it. But when there's serious stuff like when you're handling a weapon around other people, that just becomes idiotic. Yeah, I I would go as far to say that I don't. I think that this is like a direct effect of the NBA not really punishing john morant i, I think yeah, because he kind of got away scot-free right like he missed what like on the race yeah, well, yeah i mean barely a, then, it's been in what yeah. four games eight games well, he was like, supposed to get suspended six but with the whole time where he was in rehab and stuff they counted those games part of his suspension so he really only yeah. missed two games when they said he was suspended yeah and, and then he came back he's i mean i'm pretty he faced he got some fines and stuff like that but i mean obviously he lost a but he looked so well. he looked so unaffected well, he yeah, came out I and mean, was like, that's, he's back on the that's, that's turning up with the happen. team. It's like, what do you expect when there's not a harsh punishment for, right. you know, you know, all the incidents, all the shit. Right. Stuff. 
Right. It's like, and if I you think... don't, you know, if you don't punish people the correct way for doing certain, you know, crimes, you know, no, they're not going to learn from that at all. Yeah. Well, it, I think it shows okay. other people that they can get away with shit like that. Exactly. It's like, oh, he's a star NBA, NBA player. I'm a 34th ranked recruit in high school. You know, I'm going to college. You know, I got that status. Maybe he, well, he has that. Maybe fame nothing's going to happen to me. Exactly. But he's also like more people know who Michael Mikey Williams is than they do. Who's the top recruit in his class? DJ Wagner. I want to say you don't have to look it up, but I think that's who it is. But like. Exactly. Like well, most people yeah. know about Mikey Williams. They don't really know about the, the number one recruit, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I don't know, it's become like a re- a very reoccurring theme with these like young superstar athletes, athletes getting in trouble. Um, yeah. I mean, Mikey Williams, like they're talking about him, like projected top five pick in 2024, right? Like um, same thing with that kid in from Georgia, the football player. Um Jalen Carter, he was good. He's getting drafted this year. He was supposed to be a top three pick. Um, he was a, he got arrested on uh for street racing. Um, yeah. Well, someone died. Um, oh, did he kill the other person? No, he was. He, but he, it was he, a cause I, of. I think he racing. got. Well, he, I think he lied in the initial report saying that he wasn't near them, and then they found out that he was actually racing. He was with actually them. in the car. Yeah. Um, no, that he was racing with. In a different car. Oh, but he was, was the person yeah. that. Oh, okay. The person that died. It, yeah, it killed it another, another player car. on the team. Yeah, um, oh, and so man. now, I mean, his stock hasn't plummeted that much either. He's still a projected top ten pick, but because it was only a misdemeanor. But um, you know, I mean, there is a, a difference between top three, top ten, right? Like in yeah. in terms of pay. Um, yeah, I mean, you're still making you're still making a bag. Getting yeah. third and getting picked ten. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what I mean. I think just, there's like it, it damages their reputation. Yeah, you know? there's just been like a big trend of like these athletes, and especially with Memphis. Um, I mean, look at like you got John Morant from Memphis. Um, um, Amani Bates last year. Um, Amani Bates was a player at Memphis, and he also got arrested on. I want to say it was, gun charges as well. Um. Yeah, but yeah, Amani Bates was he was the number one recruit from that high school class that he was in. I think he's my age, or a year younger. I think he's no, he's my grade. Um, yeah, he was the number one recruit that year, and he went to Memphis for a year and then got arrested. Um, and now he plays at like Eastern Michigan or something like that. But um, he does. Yeah, there's like a lot of connections to Memphis. Um, I think they're talking about what is like Penny Hardaway's. Um, Penny Hardaway is the head coach for the Memphis team, but he, they're talking about what his, like, how could he maybe step up um, as like a more, as a role model. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, dude, I don't, I really don't know like what the, like there's definitely a correlation between the music and the culture. Right. Um, yeah, I was going to oh, say 100%. that definitely with all this, all like and, and music videos too, I think. Where rappers are, you know, showing all the money, you know, they're showing yeah. guns and everything. I mean, Wearing it's just it's just part. And shit. Yeah, exactly. It's just part it's of all that sewn whole, into one. Yeah, you know, it's, it's part it's of that pop culture, culture, that lifestyle, and then all the young athletes because you know they all listen to they listen to all music, but you know that music has a big influence on a lot of you know athletes, kids our age, I think, and especially yeah, since like 
especially at our age since like you're like beginning to adult and finally like you know what i mean like you're shouldering on like more responsibilities i think yeah they're like they're coming out of their shell and they're still like a little bit naive you know what i mean and that's and they're what very like impressionable causes them to be exactly oh yeah yeah i mean you go on you go and watch like instagram live right or uh not instagram live like you go on youtube um i mean these kids are probably like look at john morant and the grizzlies for example they walk out every game to uh what's it the parade inside my city whatever right uh, <laughs> nba young young boy boy city yeah 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 they walk out to young boy right yeah um but like you go watch the music video for any nba young boy song tell me what the most recurring theme is is that he's like got the got the pistol got a, the a lot Something. of cash right um and Aggressive. it's yeah and it's like these kids see that and we're all I mean, us too, like we're impressionable kids, right? At our age, um, you see that. And especially with like the, the, um, with like the fame and all that getting to your head, right? Like it's hard to keep a, um, what's, what's the term? Keep a strong head on your shoulders. Right. So, um, I think, it, I think, I think a lot, go ahead. I think people start to idolize that lifestyle because they see like so many people portraying it. You know, so many Yeah. people have like a high status portraying that lifestyle. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it becomes, becomes It's like a cycle. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a cycle. Yeah. Um yeah, and I think it's just like I mean, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before we see another situation like this, right? Another young athlete, you know, young superstar, right? Um and it's I mean, it's just a shame like If this is if this comes out to be true, I think each count holds a mandatory six months in prison. So, add five counts together, you get what, uh, two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, two and a half years. I mean, two and a half years for a for a ball player is a lot of time. Um, to sit up in jail, like I think that's career ending if he gets hit with that. Um, and I mean if he like. Like that's like generational money <laughs> that just gets flushed down the toilet right there. Right. Um, with one decision like that. So, I mean, you see John Morant almost lost it. Right. But then again, you also have to take into account that John Morant kind of already like John Morant already had a, had three, four years of NBA, of NBA money coming in. Right. Mikey Williams, you're still like a high school kid. You know, you haven't gotten You once want you that hit dude that give payday. the bag. Yeah. Once you hit that payday, it's different. So it's like, I don't know. I, I just hope all the, the young kids stay stay safe um, and just, like, make the right decisions. You know, it's like, And learn from, like, other people's yeah, mistakes, learn from too. this. Yeah. It's not like Yeah. you have to go through it to really learn that shit. Like, if you see someone else doing the same shit that you're doing, like, might as well just, like, take a book out of their page and actually, like, study that shit. You feel me? Not to do Yeah. what they're doing, but, you know, to better yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, also, we got to like call on like the people to set a better president for what should be idolized. You know, I think like, again, like I said, like we're watching a lot of the young people following the young people. Right. Like John Morant and NBA Youngboy are probably like the same exact age. You know what I mean? Like, I think that we should people our age or people like Jaws age, like you should look up to like. People, like look at the people who like succeeded look at your lebrons look at like the people that are successful like that you know 
like like granted mbm was very successful in his own right but like he doesn't have he's still he's on like your timeline you know you guys are still evolving at the same same pace go go check out like what someone else did you know um i think i think just like who we look up to i think is an important conversation to have like i don't know i don't really be looking up to like envy young boy or like uh i don't know who else the other people really are that are kind of like envy young boy i don't want to speak on like king vaughn but okay that's another like <laughs> Yeah, Fondo I mean, Rondo. I don't, you know, like yeah. in that type um, of realm. I know what you mean. Yeah, like, but I'm like, like for us, like I'm looking at like, oh, how does like Rick Ross run his businesses? How did Jay Z do this? You know, how did Nipsey Hussle do, do that? that? Like, yeah, how did Burner do? Burner's a great one too. How did Larry oh. June open up all these different opportunities? Wiz Khalifa, same thing, right? You can yeah. you can look at all these people that have paved the way for you, but instead, like, I don't know what what's with our generation and looking at like what's right next to us. And saying, oh, I need to be doing that, where it's like, you don't know what that's going to look like in five years because you're on the same timeline as that. I think part of it is like there's a huge gap or difference between like the generations, like our younger generations are way different. And like the concept of making money is entirely different than our like our parents generation, you know? Yeah. Like the whole idea of like making a a life for yourself is entirely different for our generation than their generation. Not saying that yeah. it's like super negative to look up to these people. I think personally experience is the best teacher. So you should mm-hmm. be looking up to people with more life experience than yourself. But I think younger people are starting to feel like there's just a bigger disconnect with the older generations. Yeah, personally. I think so. That's yeah, no, I see that. I mean, I even see like that between like, our like our generations removed you know like like me and akira are a year apart and we we look at the world very different you know like i mean you the the four of us kind of like have a pretty similar outlook on everything but i think from my age gap down there's a huge drop off of like um like the way that the way the way that like you look at how to make a living for yourself right like one of my buddies um or yeah one of my buddies uh is his brother is doing this um like didn't uh he took his gd um he's a he's a junior in high, uh, he's gonna be a senior in high school did his gd uh dropped out of high school and um he got this like insurance job and it's like he's telling me about it i'm like i don't really like no like i didn't know like that was like an op like you know that, that's not the traditional route that. i didn't even know you could do that <laughs> yeah i was like we're you know and it's like everyone has these different ways of doing it. He, he's talking about he's gonna make 20 or two hundred fifty thousand a year or something like that and oh, it's I like and and when he told that to me i'm like oh you're delusional and then when i talked to his mom his mom's like nah it's legit like his someone set him up with this someone set him up with that like um so it's like I mean, it's like where I, we didn't know about these opportunities growing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is there's like for us, there was always like a very right way to do things. And I think for the younger generation, like and I see it like a direct cutoff after two kids born in 2002 or 2003. Right. I see a direct drop off of kids that are just like, nah, fuck that system, which I think is real interesting to to look at. Um, which I think is exciting, but also kind of damaging as well it like like we were talking about like you start looking at 
like the world a different way, you know? Um, but I mean, hey, I could be completely wrong as well. <laughs> we could we could just be doing shit the uh, backwards. But yeah, that's all I really got on on that. Um should we switch switch gears? Switch gears. Dairy King. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Y'all hear that uh that um <laughs> Frank Ocean uh, basically almost canceled his uh, Coachella performance over like a last minute extreme stage like change. Yeah, I did. I, I heard about it. Um, do you yeah, want to nah. give us the give us the sauce or do? You... Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll give you all the sauce. Um, so apparently he made like a bunch of last minute changes. Like, um, so actually, before we even start this, he showed up like an hour late to his performance to like his set, which was um. Very unprofessional. Don't get me wrong. Um, Hold on. I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of artists do that. Like that's festival we culture. Lab, yeah, that was like There's trying no to start with what two uh, an hour and a half. No, dude, yeah. they had it was um it was Juice World. Oh, he didn't come out on one of the stages. Was this Rolling it was loud? at Rolling Loud. He never came yeah, out. Yeah, you were there. No, he didn't come out on the stage that he was supposed to perform at, and like it was just dead for an hour. Then Young Thug came out, and Young Thug wasn't even like supposed. To, they like just swapped everything around. Juice World shows up on like the stage, oh, like two the stages stage. the other way. Yeah, it's, like two and a half hours late. Then like Uzi, co- we ended up leaving that bitch at like one in the morning, bro. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were um, hella late artists at Rolling. Yeah, Rolling. it's festival culture, but an hour is a little bit excessive for sure. Mm, um, I mean, it is, but. There's no artist that's ever on time for their set. Yeah, I think I think the bigger deal, especially is the... the big artists. Yeah, that's facts. Because Frank Ocean is like very well. This was his first big. time. Yeah, his first time performing Coachella since 2012. Yeah, was this that? is six years. No, 2012. Oh, no. oh, 2012. 2012. Eleven years ago. <laughs> Coachella. <laughs> oh, my fault. Oh, for Coachella. He hasn't. Oh, for Coachella. Live. Coachella. He hasn't oh, live. Live. It's six okay. Years. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he, he was definitely, like, the most hyped-up artist there. Yeah, when you're headlining Coachella, it's yeah. one of the music, biggest music festivals in the country. Yeah. You well, yeah, everyone's... lined up to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, everyone oh, had something so... to say about it. Um, From what I was reading from, like, the blogs and stuff like that, um, he kept on threatening to cancel the show um, over the stage changes, like you said. Um, I don't know the details exactly of the stage changes. Carter, I think you mentioned something about that. Yeah. So pretty much, apparently, Frank Ocean, he injured his ankle sometime before. He was supposed to obviously go on stage. So then he was, you know, trying to, like, last minute kind of change his whole stage setup because it was originally going to contain an ice rink and there were going to be skaters on it and stuff. I don't know. That's just what I was reading. Um, yeah, and it's, like so, a Dan- it's like a Daniel trying to contain his yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> kind of a kind of an interesting setup, but yeah, yeah, so we don't really know, you know, he hurt his ankle, so I'm thinking that has something to do with him wanting to change the whole stage setup. But obviously, Coachella already has all that, like, he wanted them to and, melt you know, out, thaw out the ring, yeah, yeah dude. Why in like an hour? They can't just do that. Yeah, Everyone dude, just, just waiting, sitting, yeah. looking at ice thaw. <laughs> yeah, they can't just move the whole, change his whole setup yeah, at wild. last minute. Yeah, yeah, he ended up was he was over an hour late, 
And then uh, there's a curfew with Coachella. I don't really know why because I don't think it's around like residential because they have such a yeah, big that, area. That was but weird. um, but I mean that's how all festivals are. I think it's just like mandated. Um, yeah, well, New York. So they, when we went to Rolling Loud in New York, they cut that shit off at ten. Well, yeah, because that was a yeah, that's a city field. That, <laughs> yeah, they cut that shit off at ten. I mean, that's big, big city. This is yeah, La Quinta, much bigger land and stuff. Yeah, you get but, a lot um, of space to roam. Coachella and it, it's Coachella Valley. Yeah, right. That's what they call yeah. it, right? Yeah. yeah, it's that whole area and stuff. Yeah. So Coachella, they ended up getting fined 117 grand just for Damn. total for going over curfew all three nights. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So Friday, Saturday, the curfew's one, and they were like 20, 25 minutes over. And then Sunday, they were like 30 minutes over, but it was at 12. What is the curfew? That means that you have to stop the music at so, that time? Or does I everyone think, have to be out of the ground? No, no. Just, uh, it's, just, it's just for noise. Mm. So like the festival, like artists technically shouldn't be performing after curfew oh, just okay. for courtesy of because I mean that sound definitely travels very far because it's very open in a valley, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's just for courtesy of other people that are in the area, yeah, which makes um, sense, yeah. But also, what I've been reading is that he he took the live stream off of there was like they were live streaming all weekend, um, all yeah. the stages. Yeah. Saw weekend performed with uh, Metro Boomin, like all that stuff. It was cool. You brought um, a bunch of artists out. Yeah, but so Frank o- Frank Ocean opted out of that. Um, the whole live stream on YouTube. Yeah, and so a lot of people were really upset about that. Um, and he just apparently he just didn't seem like he wanted to be there performing. Um, it sounded like he was kind of like in a not a great mood. It didn't even look like I saw one video and it, he was not even like performing. He was just like walking around the stage. With the song playing um and no microphone he didn't have a microphone in his hand so i was like what is he doing <laughs> but um just like, yeah this music play yeah well i think for some parts i think he performed but um but yeah it just sounded like he didn't really want to be there um and i think if you're frank ocean and you haven't put out music in a really long time you have this very dedicated fan base you're the headliner at coachella um i think you need to be a little bit more kiki with the people running the show so that you can give a good show to your fans. Um, and I think of, I mean, I think there's that kind of, it's just kind of disrespectful to the fans. Um, yeah. I mean, high key. Cause it's also like, like uh, we were saying, or at least what I said before, um, and Carter too, that it wasn't um, he hasn't performed live in almost like six years, so like, for him to just put on that, I guess that little, it's not even a show. It's almost like, I don't know, he just showed up. It, it like you said, it is disappointing, especially like for the people that pay to only see him and shit. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it just like it just kind of goes to show you like. The, it's been like kind of a consistent theme of like the artists not maybe not acting out towards their fans but not not putting on not acting within the best interest of their fans you know what i mean um there's kind of these extreme like like there's kind of these extreme cases where it's like um like a steve lacy who is gonna take someone's phone at a show and whatever what do you do he someone threw the camera up um 
so through the camera up and he like smashed the camera right that that's what happened yeah nah he basically the the video is like some like people were just throwing shit on the stage like because you know usually that's how shit will happen in the it's not saying like that's a good thing but you know shit happens people throw shit and then um some person didn't even throw it but like he got steve lacy got fed up and asked a fan that was like recording or like trying to give her phone to him he's like oh can i see that phone grab that shit smash that shit on the stage and like yeah yeah like a disposable camera yeah yeah i think it's like like shit like that is like out of pocket i mean that's like what they do at shows you know what i mean like i think um that's kind of an extreme case of it, but I think a lot of the artists nowadays kind of are, I don't know, they're like, it's like a weird vibe that they give off. And it's like, it's very much like the Frank Oceans and Steve Lacey's of the world that kind of give that vibe off where they're like kind of moody, right? Um, Hopefully want to be there. Yeah, it's like they're too cool to be there. Like, and it's weird to me because you get these guys like, like Tao the creator who very much lives in that realm as an artist right like creatively he's kind of right he's kind of like i mean him and frank ocean came up together i don't know him and steve lacy have music together right um but you see Tao the creator like goes all out performs probably one of the best shows on earth you know um puts in overtime to make sure the fans have the best experience they can that's like i think that's the difference between Yes, Frank Ocean. I mean, granted, I don't really like his music, but granted, he is one of the biggest artists in this generation, right? Um, and I think that's what kind of separates the talented creators of the world from the Frank Oceans, is that there's like this dedication to the fans of giving them the best product, you know, like being a true entertainer. Well, you would you kind of expect it with how much money you're spending to go to these types of festivals or even like yeah. just a basic concert. You know, like concerts aren't cheap to go to. So you would think that you pay all this money to go see a performance, not just someone standing there with a microphone lip singing to like music playing in the background. Yeah, and like or, acting you know, upset. Yeah, like, or like spitting a few bars of their set. Like I don't Yeah. I don't know, there's a huge like discrepancy in performance to yeah i don't know it's just it's a sad sad reality nowadays yeah yeah that's what i don't get about the playboy cardis like uzis all of them actually uzi performed that one time that we went to rolling loud he did actually had a good performance because he like sang every song did all that but like and he he, like performed he put on a show yeah yeah granted like there's no like set design right where tyler creator comes out like of a hotel room or like a, like right there's like a whole setup um yeah but like it's just uzi or playboy cardi in front of like the monitors and that's it but like i don't i don't really understand the the playboy cardi aspect where it's like a giant fandom for him and he doesn't even he'll go on stage and just yell into the microphone for like an hour and a half while they play his music <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> um I don't know. That's kind of the stage a few times. Yeah. It's like, what is it? What's up with that? You know? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I I think like the performance aspect has really kind of declined in music as a whole. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I would just like, I don't, I don't really like the way that Frank Ocean handled this situation. Um, Just acting like you don't want to be there when all these people came out to pay big money to come see you. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of kind of foul. You know what it made me think about? Uh, it made me think about um how Future told that story about how he met um he met Scotty Pippen and asked him for an autograph so Pippen, when he was a kid and Scotty Pippen said yeah. no. And then, like, what was it? Fifteen years later, Future does sleeping with his wife. Stole his wife. Got you, oh, Big Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did you say God. Big Sean? What? Did you say Big Sean? No, I said Gotcha, bitch. Oh, oh. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's all I really got on that. I've been seeing some good performances out of that Coachella weekend, though. I saw Lotto hit the stage with uh he brought out lola brooke and sweetie um it looked pretty sweetie. dope I, dude it was tight it was generational generational talent right there two two <laughs> generational heroes two, lotto and two sweetie. generational yaks you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. oh my we gotta bleep that out <laughs> what's wrong with you bro but yeah bro they they came out and spoke that uh that performance. I don't know. I, I've been seeing some good, like as much as we said, there's like it's dwindling down. I think like, I mean, you saw Drake, J Cole that other weekend yeah, brought out crazy. everybody. Yeah, um, yeah, and I mean, like you see J Cole like really performs his records. J Cole got the hits, bro. He does the hour and a, what he he did like an hour and fifteen, rapping the whole time. Um, yeah, another guy who I think is pretty good performer is Chris Brown. Dude, do all Chris the backflips, jumping and up and down on stage singing. Yeah. Tell me, Chris Brown is just not human, bro. He can play basketball, he can dance, he can rap, he can sing, bro. He, he just can draw. He can, yeah, you don't remember good, when bro. he went on Instagram when we were in like middle school? He was posting all the drawings. It was like the, yeah. like, the like Bart Simpson smoked up Jay in a Supreme hoodie. Like it was like, and that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, bro, like it's not bad for like an artist, bro. Like it was good. A whole, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a creative Chris ass Brown, man. Chris Brown is like definitely like the epitome of what it means to be like a cool middle schooler like you know like he does all these <laughs> things like, like he would definitely be like the coolest kid in middle school if middle school was like <laughs> you know what i mean like damn bro he's could the... play ball he could dance he could sing he could <laughs> he's the draw he guy. could draw really well <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah dude yeah dude. steals your girl like just... yeah sings the old girl bro <laughs> Yeah, you'd be the guy that I would I'd be scared of if I, if I went to school with Chris Brown. Oh, thanks. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, I mean should should we stay on music and get out of here? Yeah. Yep. Oh. All right, C B. Take yeah. it away. We're gonna go we're gonna go with a, a little upbeat upbeat direction. What kind of makes you Kind of feel like you know you're at the center of attention, you know, Mr. Fly Guy, stuff like that. That's uh that's our theme today, for center of for, attention. For getting Mr. on, I know your ass. I know your ass likes being the center of attention, huh, CB? Mr. Bitch, I really, that I don't, saying? but I'm just saying that's I mean shit that makes you fly, you know. Shit. Yeah, okay. I've seen Card at the center of attention a couple of times. He's, hey, he's crazy, know. crazy, just a crazy guy. Just a wild boy. I've seen him you, get it, get his yeah. little bars off. Hey, what you let's, mean by that? Way, let's, let's kick it out. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Let me take it away. I got um, I got a little classic. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of on the same same realm of who we was just talking about, like Chris Brown. You know what I mean? Um, definitely. Yeah. Just uh, when I be playing this shit, making me bob my head. You know, just in the car cruising. 
Oh, before, well, tell them who it. Tell them who it is. Oh yeah, my fault. And this is uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne, and uh, you already know it's um Mrs. Officer. Yeah, before we we let it rip, pause. He uh, I don't actually know that was not pause. Um, yeah, what? He did. Like <laughs> he did um, he did a he did a show. I don't know where it was, but I saw a lot of footage from it, and he was rapping literally all of like his most classic, most timeless records, right? Like really rapping them. Like Lil Wayne is like can really rap like that. You think about the cadences in which he raps. He's really oh, yeah. doing it on stage. Um and no one was singing along. He's doing he's doing the little like um like cut the beat out at like certain parts, right? Like let the clear let the crowd sing it back. No one's singing it back. That's and this good. it's not like live stream footage where like where it's like you might not like there's no mic on the crowd, so you, like when they just cut the beat, you don't hear it. This was like someone in the crowd filming. And so, like, literally, like, he's he's just rapping. Uh, what was he? He did. He was doing Canon, off that Don Cannon project, off the or the DJ Drama project. Bro, no one said anything else. No one, That's... no one spat the bars back. But anyway, this is you got it, Mrs. Officer. Yeah. Love this song. Oh my god. Yeah. Uncultured swan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 People that weren't singing that, uh, singing the songs when Lil Wayne was playing, uncultured ass people. I swear to God, it's a fact. How can you not sing that back? That's like the mm. best thing to say. Like, there's no, not, not even words, bro. Like, oh, you, you don't even have the excuse. Of, I don't know the words. <laughs> you don't even have that excuse. <laughs> oh God. All right, CB, yeah. you got him. I'm going with with a little song that came out before we were all born. It's. Uh, by Mace, feel so good. You ready, Mace? Party yeah. people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time. Yeah, what you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. Try and live it up, rock jewel, bigger truck, beats all glittered up, stick up kid, nigga, what? 
jig with a cut, ship Chris, spit it up. Hose ride, get your nut till I can't get it up. I'm a big man, get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand Tomb. Why you stand on the wall, hand on your balls, lighting up drugs, always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress cold. They figure I went wild when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dresses, I suppose, from my neck to my toes. Neck full of gold, baguettes in my rows. Rec shows, collect those, extra old. By the heat, get a key to the Lex to hold. East, West, every state, come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy to make. Whether from the ex friend, intellects or bins, let's begin. Bring this BS to an end. Come on. Understand we be why Kiki shipping DP to the TV look greedy. Uh -huh. Little kids see me way out in DC with a Z3 Chrome BBs. They want to be me. The bad boy era of music was just like definitely the, one of the best times in music. Oh, for the god, dude. Oh my god, you know that song? Uh, <laughs> and we weren't even alive for it. <laughs> I mean, but I'm so glad that we actually get to experience it though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fact, uh, especially with all this internet and all the social media and shit yeah also like this new technology and shit now that we can listen to like music that was back in like the fucking down even now 1700s or shit we really wanted to you know what i mean yeah yeah you can listen to whatever now so, i don't know i, I, I hope they bring that era back we start wearing can we start wearing like versace chains and shit like like puffing them back in the Man, bad boy era badass yeah. one right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah, I'm going to play mine. Mine is the uh, Late Nights and Early Mornings Nipsey Hussle classic off the Marathon album. Dicky shorts, belly belt, box of briefs. Bitch, of course, this marathon is where you ought to be. Shopping sprees, spending thousands on designer jeans. Exotic women, Mercedes Benzes with bucket seats. Pretty feet, pretty hair that blow in the breeze. It's pretty rare that she meet a nigga as real as me. Especially when she fishing in this music industry. But luckily, she fucking around and fuck with me. Surround myself with the finer things. I guess I'm Hollywood, cause I'm enjoying what my grinding bring. I'm all money in. Minus the major record label, time to rise the feet. On every stage, I'm giving everything inside of me. But she gon' give it back after the show in the Lamaji sweet. My, my, my nigga Brent P's got a thick freak. Down the hall, getting cracking over this beat. We smoking good, y'all smell a weed. We finally made it to the plane, then we fell asleep. The morning came. The night leaves, a little work, a workaholic shit, I might be. Up at six in the morning like I'm iced tea. Spent the grip on the Malcolm X, Spike Lee. Hope the mother rappers never think they like me. On any given day, 60,000 on my white tee. Ain't nothing much but what them dollars bring. Addicted to the rush of money, wires, and depositing. So no, I can't fall asleep at the driver's seat. That's why I wake up to a Kush blunt and a Rollo beat. Or top, push the button, you don't turn the key. Bulletproof, cause I know niggas wanna murder me. I know you heard of you, I know you heard of me. And that's the part that make your head hurt. That's so Oh, real oh fly God. shit right there bro nipsey also yeah. always has those like super like chill ass beats oh my it's God. like chill but it's fly you know it's That's like me. yeah rest in peace rest in the peace. great the goat evan you're on mute <laughs> yeah yeah I, I see that you know that's my bad my bad <laughs> yeah, i was like well you start <laughs> talking already speaking of some chill fly shit you know larry june always keep me feeling right 
So I had to go with What Happened to the World by Larry June, the Alchemist, and Wiz Khalifa. You know, by good, on his new Good job, album. Evan. Good job, Evan. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Good job, Larry. Good job, Larry. Hey, 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 hey. That's my last move and I'm on. That's my shit, bro. Honestly. The beat already makes you feel like you're flying. Sacks, fit pillows on the plane, thinking better days. Did a lot of shit in my life, but I never changed. 200 for the paddock, and it's all plain. Two point something for the crib, and it's all paid. Niggas get a little bit of fame, start acting strange. Just because I showed a little love, down me you gang. Just because I showed a little love, down me you gang. I'm still waking up jogging. Plotting something big, house with the nice garden About to make it real, barely got time to chill Check my email, then I close another deal White roll, hard pieces in the crib I know I'm getting a little bread, but it's a lot bigger And knowing where I came from, it's a lot different First to do it how I did it, but they never mentioned Selling out cross country, no agent still You just made a fake page, I just made a meal We get chilly for real, I'm talking nice alone I'm talking and tears of joy knowing we made it back home was hell what happened to the world i love that he hums on the end of that like oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> um, what happened to the world what happened to the what happened to the world what did happen to the world Man. that's kind of it's kind of the theme of today's episode honestly oh my god what the yeah. fuck is going on <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> anyway alright we'll catch you guys on the next one Um, I got some fly shit to take us on out Um, I know Daniel's gonna fuck with this one <laughs> all the ladies if you feel me help me sing it Car, let us ride. Go check out our other episodes too. We got sleepers every week. The hits, pass the off. Peace, love, all that.